Hey everyone, welcome to the Bullhawk Sports Show. I am CJ Hawk, joined by the best co-host in the universe, DJ Penny the Bull. Welcome. And we have finally made it to episode 103. Yes, indeed. Produce CJ Hawk, one of the best. And we are beyond excited to discuss a multitude of topics here on this week's episode, among yeah. others. Yeah, we're going to get into the WNBA with your Chicago Sky. We also have NWSL, namely the Red Stars and MLS's Chicago Fire FC. Their doubleheader that occurred this past Saturday, on July 30th, at Soldier Field. And then later, we'll, we'll discuss um, and preview the forthcoming season of the Premier League, focusing on our favorite teams, some... <laughs> With bright spots, some lowlights on such teams as Arsenal, Manchester City, Chelsea, Fulham, Fulham, and who can forget Tottenham Hotspur. Yep. (laughs) Except the fold. And (laughs) one last thing about the Premier League. I had not I had mentioned to Gigi Venable a while ago, but this Friday, unbelievable news, unbelievable. The brand new Arsenal All or Nothing on Amazon Prime Video is coming out, baby. <laughs> We're going to try maybe do like a watch party for it or something because I'm excited to watch, watch the Arsenal um, All or Nothing because the Manchester City All, All or Nothing was fantastic a couple years ago. The Tottenham one was really good too. Now they got Arsenal. And this is when Pierre-Emerick Abiyoung is still on the team. He's gone now. But this is when he's still there, so we can see him yeah. in the locker room. So that's exciting. And you get to see Arsenal, the Gunners, behind the scenes. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. Now let's go back to our beginner introduction segment for episode 103. Mm-hmm. We're starting off with... The Chicago Sky. And the Chicago Sky took on the Las Vegas Aces. And there are a lot of people in the media who have been saying that Sky Aces could be the WNBA Finals this year. And I totally believe it. That's, in my mind, could be this could be a precursor to the Finals. And this game was very important. It was the second edition of the Commissioner's Cup final Sky Aces at Winchester Arena at home. DJ Bull and I were able to go to this game, which was very exciting. We had a great time at the game and talk a little bit about where we went to dinner. Yes. Yeah, so beforehand we stopped at Chinatown for 
a visit to a Korean wings place called Banchan, if that rings a bell to anyone. A really uh, casual, um, relaxed spot. We, we got uh, the combo, which we had uh, spicy flavor and one, then the other soy flavor. So yeah, we were able to get that. It's not that lingering spicy that you that you would get. It's yeah. one easily um, that you can, you know, take a sip, whatever you have, and it can wash out. <laughs> and also, we 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 got some. We got a side. We got um, their signature seasoned fries, which uh, went well. Highly recommend together. Yeah, the way they do it is. It reminds me of checkers. Yeah, it's a little different. It reminds me of checkers in that style, the way they they fry it and, like, compact it. Uh, Yeah, and the spice they they put is um, some garlic. Yeah, it was good. You know, oil um, and all that on there. So, yeah, Some, some Korean cuisine. That was real nice. Yeah, I would highly recommend if you have time to go down to Chinatown before watching the Chicago Sky or DePaul, depending on when you're there, but or a concert. I'd recommend going to Chinatown instead of the Reno food. Mm-hmm. The Reno food's fine there, but I recommend going to Chinatown, go to one of the re- many restaurants there that are really good. Just enjoy some ethnic cuisine. Yeah, it's a, it's a short walk. It's a five, ten, ten minute yeah. walk. Uh, once you reach... Um, you know the main part of, of Chinatown, well Chinatown Square, um, and then yeah, give or take a little bit further if you're going to one that's all the way at the all the way at the end of New Chinatown. So yeah, it's it's a nice way to enjoy yourselves before you you go in. They're playing some uh, <laughs> some college basketball in there, um, and there's like a high school well. one too, high school Compton as well. So. It's, it's a nice uh, sporty way to to get a taste get get to get gear up for some some good basketball speaking of basketball let's start so this was the final of the commissioner's cup second edition the team that wins the commissioner's cup gets a trophy and i believe it was ten thousand dollars goes to the charity of their choosing and the loser get also gets money donated to the charity of their choosing as well and I believe the players get amount of money too I think so mm-hmm. there is a reason to try to win the commissioner's cup because mm-hmm. it's not like the challenge cup one where it's like during the preseason this one's like during the regular season so like they play games during the same time but they still count as regular season games they count as commissioner's cup proof games or knockout games yeah yeah this one is done this is the uh second annual yeah third annual second second and this is done during the middle of the season so yeah it gives it gives more meaning to the games um there's really no need for any series in here no um, it's just uh, you build up to you know you build up your record in order to get into the finals which 
the aces and the sky did um, the east versus the west now for the lineups i'll take if it's okay the las vegas aces and you can do the sky Alrighty. so first the visiting las vegas aces coached by in my opinion one of the best coaches becky hammond she learned under the legendary greg popovich when she's assistant coach Pop. with the San Antonio spurs many people thought that becky was going to become the next spurs coach but this timing didn't work out she easily could be in my opinion but time didn't work out but then she took over at Why not both? the aces <laughs> as the head coach and yeah she's led them to a great season so far and having becky experienced coach great addition to the aces and it's great to see women coaches having huge success in sports. Oh, yes. You would think that for in the NWSL that there would be more female You'd coaches. There Not is really, though. a huge gap in the ratio. The, it's still majority male. The WNBA does a little bit better job. They, they have more they women do. coaches. They do. Yeah, we need to even that playing field. And, yeah, you never... You, you you never know like until you actually put them in. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so the lineup for the visiting aces at point guard Chelsea Gray, and she was excellent in this one. Just spoiler alert: shooting guard, one of my favorite players in all of the WNBA. The versatile. The shooting guard, the three point maestro. Kelsey Plum. I'd argue that Gray was acting like the point, and then Plum was acting like, um, well, uh, yeah, Gray was acting like shooting, and then Plum was acting. Point, yeah, point. I, I would argue that too, because I know it says here that Plum was that shooting guard, but to be honest, she had the ball in her hand yeah. so much. Yeah, she's traditionally a point, though. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at center, one of the best players in WNBA. All-star captain. All-star captain. Of the West. For a reason. Cool story about the player, AJ Wilson. One of our good friends, Kaylin McLeod from Concordia. She was a star on the Chicago um, Concordia's, like, Cougars women's basketball team. She also was a guest on our podcast before. Wasn't she? Or no? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was she, during the summer. During oh, yeah. the beginning of It the was, course. yeah. She yeah. actually got to meet AJ Wilson in person because that was her favorite player in WNBA. She got to meet her, which that's awesome. She got she got to meet her and she told us that AJ Wilson was great, nice, great person. So that's always great to hear. Mm-hmm. All around good player. It's the complete package. Arguably one of the top two in the WNBA. Yeah. On and off the court. Yeah, she's 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 one of the best right now. Uh, a power forward, Derica Hampy, and she's pretty good too. Good um, rebounder and able to block shots too. And yes. finally, small forward, kind of underrated on the Aces until the season, Jackie Young. And Jackie Young's been excellent this season. She can shoot the free, shoot mid-range. She's good at rebounding. 
which is difficult in the WNBA, but she's a good rebounder, scorer, and someone to look to when the game is on the line. And here's the starting lineup for your Chicago Sky. At point guard, number 22, Courtney Slooty Vandersloot. First game back. Yes. Court has finally returned, and we couldn't be more excited. Um, she's another one. She's was one of the best today. Shooting guard, number 14. She continues to start where she, back where she started. She wasn't very good in this game. Yeah. But. Allie Quigley. Yeah. The woman in the middle at center, number three. CP3 2.0. Candace Parker. And, yeah, she she needs no intro. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she's been true. she's been given uh, some, quite a few uh, awards as of late. That's we can say that. Power forward number thirty three, Emma Nisman. Small forward number two. She is the two thousand twenty one Finals MVP, Kalia, KFC Copper. Let's go. Start that chant. Let's go. Let's go, Sky. Let's, Let's go, go, Sky. sky. Let's <laughs> go, Sky. Okay. Now for the game itself. And this one, DJ Ben and Bull and I were crying uncontrollably at once this started because wait, wait, wait. this is one of the worst beginnings to a game I've ever seen live. Yeah. The Sky. That was a bad start. Got out of bed bad or. They got were too tired or so, something happened. It must but be though, yeah. They started off poorly. Let's just say that because the aces were on fire, and especially one person in particular, Kelsey Plum, was like locked in. I don't know what what mm-hmm. five hour energy she drank or what <laughs> what power rate she had, but she shot like monster monster energy, muscle, muscle milk. I don't know what she had. But <laughs> there you go. She made um. Lots of protein. Three free pointers in a row, like on fire. Like, she, like the first nine points were all her. <laughs> like she was yes. untouchable. Yeah, she didn't miss the three. Uh, Till a while. After, yeah, the whole quarter. Yeah, I, yeah, I doubt she did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she shot nine free pointers attempted and made six of them. So that's pretty. Yeah, felt like more. It felt we did. It felt like <laughs> at least ten she made, not six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it's I feel like, like every 15, big shot. 15, that's incredible. Every big shot, she. I felt like it was a three. Reminds me of Kobe White when he uh, was first starting on the Bulls. Yeah. And he wasn't even a starter. No. <laughs> yeah. No, and the Aces got to a great start, led by the three-point shooting. Their defense did a great job. Becky Hammond kind of had a swarming technique where... The Aces would swarm the Chicago Sky players with the ball, and they couldn't get to an open teammate. They would turn over or a poorly timed shot. It wouldn't go in. Their defense was very... Um, ho-hum. Yeah, ho-hum, beginning first quarter especially. Sky made some adjustments later on in the game, including their defense was able to improve in the second quarter. They were down big, but... They held the Aces to only 15 points in the second quarter, and they scored 20 
So though they were still down big, at least they made some um, like successes. And some poisonous guy had a good game. Like Candace Parker, Emma, Lisa, Lisa yeah, she picked and it Clea up. Copper had all good games. And especially um, Candace Parker, she does what she always does. She's involved in, like, in everything: block shots, assists, rebounds, scoring. She, she goes for it. That's why she's so unbelievable. Yeah, she's doesn't always gives more. And yeah, so yeah, Sluti, she just returned as we said and yeah she was under uh, limited minutes so yeah when it wasn't able to light it up but yeah i like quickly had a really bad game but i was talking about maybe she was dealing with something like injury or she was tired or something because she's never that bad only one for seven from the floor yeah. three points that was it yeah she, she would be our uh three point my maestra okay because she must have not had the muscle milk or fiber energy that Kelsey Plum had. She made everything, whereas yep. Al Quigley couldn't buy a shot. Yeah, we saw how warmed up <laughs> she was during the warm up. <laughs> she was like stepping up, like yeah. she's doing the crip walk. <laughs> <laughs> and or ready to play a, a game of soccer. This one got good because I know on paper it looked, this was obviously a blowout. No, it was not. The sky <laughs> came back. Yes. I know we were <laughs> down like 25 sentence. points at one point, which that's not good. But we only lost by um, 10 points, 93 to 83. And actually, at one point, the sky, yeah. we're only down seven. So it came all the way back from like 25 down and only lost by seven. And if some of our shots and turnover issues didn't plague us, at the last like quarter, we probably could have tied it or at least got even closer. I know we lost the Commissioner's Cup, but I'll give credit for the team not giving up, not failing, not going. C- Coach waits in. Well, we're down 25. Just pack it in. Burn out all the benches. Phone it in. Yeah, phone it in. Yeah. Just send in. They um, didn't. Send in yeah. Lee, Haru, Rupi Hever, Dana Evans. Send him in. No, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They, they did get some... Um, but not enough though. I I would want to see uh, Evans get more. She didn't play in yeah. this, uh, you know, dealing with you know whatever it is. Yeah, she, they they put Julie, Allen, in a little later on there. She was good. Yeah. Well, she didn't score was, at all, but like at least her assist numbers were good. Yeah. She's she's a good um, ball handler. Rebecca well, Gardner looked that, pretty good. Got the rhythm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Gardner looked looked good, too. And in the end, we lost, but we gave it our all. That's all I can ask for from your team. Yeah, 93-83. And was not a blowout. No, it was not a blowout. We only lost 10. Oh, yeah. We, it looked like a blowout. Both of us fought we were going to lose big yeah, time. We had some work to do. Yeah. yeah. We have some improvements we needed to make if we face them again in the playoffs, which most likely we probably will at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Wilson said during the post game we were able to stay, and um, they encouraged us to stay as well. But obviously, we um, had our heads down, you know, at first. Uh, but it was it was still cool to be able to see this. This is uh, yeah, yeah. The Aces, Wilson. So Chicago gave us a run for our money. 
So she gave us uh, a lot of credit yeah. for you know coming uh, to this matchup and and fighting against them. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's it's not the best feeling no. losing at home. No, it's not. And with these high stakes. With, yeah. It's it's never fun witnessing the opposing team yeah. have the trophy ceremony yeah. on your home court. That's yeah. never fun. To add to that, very intriguing stat. This is our first L that we've taken ever since we began attending Sky Games. That's true. We destroyed Sabrina and Liberty, squeaked by... The fever! And now we lost to Goods. No fever in Chicago. Yeah, no fever. And then we lost the Aces, but 2 yeah. 1 is still winning record. <laughs> That's correct. So, yeah. And it was cool at the end, to add to that last second, um, it was cool to witness the Aces get handed the trophy. Uh, the owner, Mark Davis of the Raiders and the Aces, was there. And Chelsea Gray was named Commissioner's Cup MVP. Yeah, even though it looked like it would be. It would be uh, per- Kelsey. Per- personally, <laughs> I thought it should have been Kelsey Plum, yeah. but Kelsey Gray was good. But personally, I would give it to Plum. Yeah, that's true. She at least she shined. At least on the eye test, like watching the game yeah. live right. in person, I feel like Kelsey Plum was involved in every single yeah. facet of the game. Yeah. But yeah, Kelsey Gray was good. That's, that's what you would hope to be as a player. Um, so, yeah. All in all, it was very cool to see Plum, Wilson, uh, finally in action. Yeah, and Jackie Young. Yes. Okay, we're moving on now to the next and final Chicago Sky game we're going to discuss the this return, week. The return continues. This one, I was working and DJ Bennett was working, so we were unable to go, but if neither of us was working... And we hadn't just went to a Sky game a couple of days before. Maybe we would have tried to sneak to this one. Yeah, true. But it's plausible. It was <laughs> Chicago Sky versus... You guessed it. New York Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Back where we, uh, where we were before that. Yep. <laughs> and this one was important because the Sky... Need to keep winning games. Need to keep increasing in the standings, because we need to have a great seed in the playoff time, which we do right now. But we need to continue with that. We're going. And we need to beat teams that stink, like the Liberty, Lynx, Fever. We need to beat those teams. I know you could say, well, the Liberty have something though. Yes, they do. But the rest of the teams not good. So they can't. She can't lead the team to every single win. Yeah. And I guess I'll do Liberty lineup. You want to do Sky again? Yeah. Okay. Sabrina, I see you. <laughs> so for the Liberty, at point guard, she's dangerous. She looks like a crystal, crystal clear, crystal <laughs> danger field at point guard. <laughs> this, let's say this game, she, she's not dangerous whatsoever in this game. But uh, next. That's not a prediction. Shooting guard? That is a spoiler. I kind of thought that she was point guard, wasn't wasn't she? But yeah. Sabrina Rescue was that shooting yeah, guard. Yeah, yeah, she's traditionally a point, point guard. How long has Crystal Danger been field bent on the, the Liberty? Is that new? Not so long. I don't remember her playing when we saw mm-hmm. her. Uh-huh. Maybe she's new. new. That's true. 
Because she was on the links, but maybe it's yeah, a new, yeah. new move. Yeah, that was, that was the move. Uh, at center, former Chicago Sky, yeah. woman yeah. in the middle, Stephanie Dolson. Mm-hmm. And power forward, arguably the second best player on the Liberty, Natasha Howard. Not Benningfield. No. <laughs> and finally, small forward. Feel the man out of your skin. Rebecca. Okay, so now Alan. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing the intro for uh, the Byron Allen show. <laughs> Comics Unleashed. <laughs> and now for the Sky Starting Five. the saxophones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, at point guard, number 22, Courtney Vandersloot. Shooting guard, number 14, Allie Quigley. At center, number 30, woman in the middle, Azurite Stevens. Power forward, number 33, Emma Mieseman. And at small forward, number 2, MVP Kalia Copper. And before you go... Wait, it was Candace Parker. Because she had an injury or something, so she was... I think it was an illness. Like, Coach Wade yeah. said she had a non-COVID illness, so she was unable to play. Yeah, Coach Wade. But the team still played well, yeah. though, without Candace Parker, so that's always good. We didn't hype up our coach earlier. No. <laughs> but it's Coach Wade. And then the Liberty's coach... Wade. I apologize, I don't know who it is. I know it's a woman, but I don't know. <laughs> don't know too well. The name. <laughs> Does it say? No. Uh, I wish it said. No, it's all right. I know. I know it's a woman, because we saw them play live, and it was a woman. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who it is? Yeah, it's yeah. It's not a woman. And so overall, the sky and Liberty played tight fast-paced ball most of the first three quarters is like non-stop action both teams show like neck and neck 1.2.0 tied it was like this non-stop and the liberty had some good performances along with the sky as well a lot of credit to Sludi in this one she had a game high 23 points five uh, six rebounds nine assists triple double territory Showing why she's so versatile and one of the best point guards in WNBA history. Not currently, history. Because I saw this fun stat that now she has the third most assists in WNBA history. Did you say Sabrina? No, uh, Courtney Vanderson. Courtney, yes. Not Sabrina. She'll be in the league like two years. How could she <laughs> yeah, have third yeah. most ever? Yeah, to jump a little ahead, um, Sludi was named... Player of the week. Right. Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Yes. And, uh... Back where she was at. uh, Courtney Mm -hmm. Vandersloot's now third all-time in assists in WNBA history, and she's only behind number one. Least surprising stat I've ever seen before, Sue Bird. And then two, I apologize, I cannot remember who it was. But (laughs) uh, Courtney's now third (laughs) all-time. Well, yeah, we know that. But... I don't know if she's going to reach Sue Bird, though, because she's, like, at 1,500 assists behind Sue Bird. So, like, <laughs> she's going to have to play a long time to reach that. Yeah. Well, still, uh, you know, still, still in playing. The, in the prime. So. And Sue Bird is retiring, so yeah. 
she'll be able to at least yeah. not to deal more yeah. as this super is getting. Can you read what uh, that uh, what Jose? Yes, <laughs> Jose's thing. Fun fact: Live, our friend Jose has messaged the podcast with a hard to read text. <laughs> he sent us a text. That's let's see, let's see, use that as his name. It's 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 in Korean. Are you able to decode? <laughs> oh, is that Korean? Speaking, speaking of is that Korean character? Yeah, at least the name that you gave him. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fun fact: Our friend Jose is the biggest, biggest, and I, this is not like hyperbole or joking. He's the biggest BTS fan in the world. <laughs> it's not a joke. He is. He is. Yes. Yes. He is. Because BTS, one of the members was at La Palooza over the weekend. J Hope. J Hope. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, coincides with this. Jose hoped to see him didn't happen, but yeah. he was like, uh, I hope to jaywalk, but <laughs> jaywalk his way to the to the park. The park. J Hope just, just didn't happen. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, <laughs> back to basketball. <laughs> back to this. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, tying that in with, because we had the... Right. The cuisine. <laughs> uh, the Sky, led by Courtney Vandersloot, Alec Quigley... across the street. <laughs> MVP, were able to play well and hold on to a tight lead. And Deliberty's fourth quarter disaster led to a Sky 89-81 W. Great job by the Sky... They were able to fend off strong performances by Tasha Howard and Sabrina Nescu. And also, Marianne Jonas was also good off the bench. But they were able to stop them. And need to give credit once again to a person who's becoming a big member of the bench, which is vital for playoff time. And it's Rebecca Gardner. 12 points off the bench. Great job by Rebecca. She's probably a strong member of the bench. Yes. And that sums it up. Sky held on at home, beat the Liberty, a team they need to beat. And the Sky won again. We'll say this now. We don't have time to cover the game, but they beat the Connecticut Sun on the road in overtime, 95-92. Great job yeah. by this guy. Yeah. The buzz continues, and that's well earned by our sky. And this concludes our WNBA coverage for episode 103. Stay tuned for Red Stars, Fire, Premier League, all coming up shortly. Wow, DJ Venable. How about the Chicago Fire FC's most recent match against Charlotte FC? Their first ever appearance to Bank America Stadium. Wasn't that a barn burner of a match? Indeed. Indeed it was. It's one of the amazing matchups in recent history. What a stadium. A what a park to, to fill. Um, I'm sure we, we had some Chicago 
representatives out there, hopefully, um, as they usually do, and uh, being on that big stage, um, new a new club. Yeah, like that's new club. That's that's what's up right now. But yeah, Charlotte's actually not the best. They're not top tier. No, they're like club bottom row, middle yeah, row. They uh, turn out to be. <laughs> but part of the reason for that is they don't have a loaded roster yeah. and they're brand new team, brand new coach, um, brand new club. They're just getting into the swing of the MLS, so it's going to take time. Not all clubs are like Atlanta United who immediately burst on the scene and won a title. <laughs> Most are not like that. Yeah. And so the fire. They're the reverse fire. Had, <laughs> Speaking of Atlanta, they played Atlanta before this one, and that resulted nil nil draw. draw. This game, it must have taken a lot of muscle milk or like Powerade, <laughs> Gatorade, liquid I- liquid IV, v. that brand new one of those um, supplement uh, <laughs> elect- <laughs> electrolyte. Yeah, one well, of those um, <laughs> bodybuilder type sounds, drinks. Sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> um, they were scoring big time. Both clubs scoring a lot of goals. Offensive performance. Oh, yes. And we'll begin now with the lineups. I'll do, if you're okay with it, I'll do the fire. You can do sure. Charlotte. All right, so here we are for Charlotte FC. At goal, we have... Kalina Defenders in the back. We got Fuchis Walks Carrillo and Linsev at midfield McNeil Bronico also Attacking midfield, Rebna, Bender, Gaines, and their primary striker, Swinderski, arguably one of the most well-known players of the East. Now for your Chicago Fire starting lineup, in goal, the new Chelsea man, Gaga Sonina, (laughs) and don't worry... (laughs) You're He's, making me think of the uh, MJF segment. Whether it's the You Can't See Me Man <laughs> or um, the King of Kings. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> he is not leaving the club until the end of the year. Insert name of town. Chicago. <laughs> no. Um, Chicago to Chelsea. No. Uh, he's not way. leaving till the end of the year. Then he's packing his bags and moving to London to join. Insert name of company. Chelsea. <laughs> For beer league, <laughs> no. um, the EPL, he's, English Premier League. He's joining um, Chelsea, and it's a huge move for the MLS, sure for the Fire, go. for Addison, Illinois, to have one of their own <laughs> join a legendary club in Chelsea. And as a fan, I'm pissed that he's moving, but I do understand that he's becoming an excellent goalkeeper. He has to go where his career is taking him, and no one in the right mind would say, I'm going to stay at the fire. I'm going to go to Chelsea. No one's going to do that. So clearly, 
you're going to go to Chelsea for yeah. the $15 million. So I want to wish him all the best of luck in Chelsea. And player rights stick yeah. with Chicago. Uh, yeah, he is till the end of the year, but I believe it's a permanent transfer, not a loan. So I believe he'll be going there permanently. I saw, I saw the loan. I don't think it's a loan included in there. I want to say it's permanent. Yeah. So eventually he'll be going there. I think he's not joining the fire once he leaves. I think he's done. Ah, we'll see about. Because there are the loan ones, but I don't believe this is a loan. That could be the reason why they did put the one year or end of the year deal I don't think it's a loan because I've seen a lot of stuff like good luck in Chelsea Gaga and like you were excellent here for the fire that sounds more like he's done not like he's just going for a one year transfer but we'll keep you updated if if, we're, if I'm wrong and TJ Benny Bull is right we'll let you know yeah. okay uh, we're both leaning towards that right uh, I'm trying to get to that and I know we might be freaked out who's going to become the new goalkeeper once Gaga's gone I am freaking out there is According to I the, think of anyone else. there is the intercontinental intercontinental podcast. Um, they told in the newest newest one, Arlo White and Tyler Terrence talked about the man they believe will take over when Gaga's gone, and that is the youngster Chris Brady. Mm. He's also only eighteen years old, mm. just like Gaga. Homegrown. And I think he is homegrown. And they said that you know, Gaga is, yeah. Chris Brady. He does have some skills they said that Gaga does not possess in their opinion. And they think Chris Brady is going to be a good addition to the club as the new starting goalkeeper. So we're, I'm going to wish Chris Brady uh, luck and hope that he can. Uh, I know luck's for losers, but I hope Chris Brady can <laughs> join the club and he'll be good as the maybe new starting goalkeeper. If it's not Chris Brady, then there is one more option. The man's name is escaping me, but he's like in his 30s. <laughs> he, he's like the first string currently, so he'd be the backup. Oh, I see. So maybe him, we'll see. So now to the lineup. Defense, we have Boris Sekulich, Mauricio Pineda, Johnny Bornstein. I want to give him congratulations, Johnny. Congratulations. This was his 200th appearance in the in um, Malaysian soccer. Stop. So yeah, two hundred parents <laughs> in the MLS. So congratulations, Johnny, <laughs> the California native, two hundred parents in the MLS. Yeah. Also, Miguel Navarro in defense, midfielders Federico Navarro, Gaston Jimenez, Haro Torres, Jiran Shakiri, Chris Mueller, and finally striker Casper. Finally scored goals, Sabilko. Sabilko. Foreshadow. Yeah, foreshadow that. That's their starting lineup. Manager. One on one with Swerdersky. Ezra Hendrickson. <laughs> and. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they've had. This is totally me. On top of shouting matches. <laughs> oh, I bet. Because it looks like Coach is openly like, angry when they don't do their thing. <laughs> Alright. Um, angry is one in the league. For Could be. Ma match summary, personally, this might have been the fastest goal I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've seen fast ones, like, one minute in, 50 seconds in, 45 seconds in. Sarah Lubert. <laughs> yeah, I've seen fast ones, but... Bianca Sanchez. This one, whoa. The first goal of the match was scored... 
I kid you not, 26 seconds into the game. Like, uh, like put that on the t-shirt. We um, couldn't watch the game because I was at work. DJ Rainbow was busy at also working. But we saw on the Match Recap, recap on YouTube, MLS.com or whatever, they were talking about the game. And like in the commentary part for the match highlights, the commentators like, I am Brian Smith and I'm Bertrand Garcia, whatever their names were. Bertrand Garcia. And they barely got their names set and the goal, first goal was scored. Like that fast. Yeah. Like they didn't even get to say their names and the goal was scored. Yeah, no. And they're like, oops, it scored. Very good. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> the first goal was by Reina. This goal was very sexy, I gotta admit. <laughs> because there was a steal. So the Chicago Fire lost possession. And Lindsay on the Charlotte FC got possession in the corner area. Huge strike to Redna. And Redna, unbelievable header. This is like a Superman header. So he's completely extended, arms and legs, head straight forward. Into that goes Redna, puts Charlotte FC on the board. 1-0. That header's got to go on Sports Center Top 10. If not, go to call and see what's the problem. Because that goal <laughs> needs to go on there. Yes. Because Reina and Lindsay, excellent partnership. Great job by the winner to find Reina in the zone. So after that, it was the fire got on the board fast. When in the 21st minute, Casper Sabuco, our striker, the Polish sensation. Yes, we can say he's now. (laughs) Yeah. He scored. An excellent job by the fire to get Sabuko to him. And he had one of his ones that he does a lot of <laughs> where he's kind of farther back, long extension of his leg, and he broke it in past the goalkeeper for um, Charlotte. 1 1 draw. Then in three minutes later, Federico Navarro, who's been one of the best revelations on the squad this year. Assisted by Shakiri and Torres. Excellent goal by Rico. Pass the goalkeeper. 2-1 fire. Shakiri. And at halftime, right before, struck back with a goal by their goal um, striker, their Shadriski. Assisted by Bender, which makes me think of Dragon Bender, but it's not him. But it makes me think of him. <laughs> Former Phoenix Sun NBA yeah. player. And... He scored. Good job, Wojciechowski, to get 2-2. Then after halftime, Saboko scored a second off his security pass. Saboko got it past the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper started beeping, screaming. <laughs> Far took the 3-2 lead. And after some defense, nail-biting affair, last chance by Charlotte in the 90th when they had a number of kicks right at the net. One rolled over top of the net. One Gaga pounced on. Chart almost scored, but in the end, the fire won 3 2 to pick up the road win. Fire five in a row unbeaten. Those involved draws and W's. And after this game, I want to congratulate the fire because as of right now, so don't start cussing, cursing, saying you lied to me. As of right now, <laughs> the fire are in the playoff picture. We have. 30 points we are in seventh place in the eastern conference as of right now august 7th 2022 
9.30 p.m. We're 7th in the Eastern Conference playoffs, so this is the first time we'm in the playoff picture in forever. We've moved up. And the thing that's annoying is that though we are in 7th place right now with 30 points, there are, I kid you not, three, four, like five, <laughs> like five teams They're inching. all inches away. Like Orlando, Miami, New England are all 30 points just like us, but... Averages are um, roughly similar. But tiebreaker, goal differential stuff is in our favor. And Charlotte's only one back. Atlanta's only two. Toronto is four back. And then DC's like eight back. So DC's kind of out of it, but... And Toronto's a little farther. But all these other teams, Atlanta, Charlotte, New England, Miami, Orlando, all right there with us. And average the points per game is a three-way tie. Three, yeah. three-way tie. Uh, tongue twister. One point, one and a quarter um, between Chicago, Orlando, and Miami. Yeah. Is that correct, Miami? Yeah. And yeah. we are only so. two back from FC Cincinnati and only three back from Columbus. So with a good result next True. week, we can wow. theory depending if Columbus and Cincinnati lose, and these other teams don't have good success, in theory, the fire could be in fifth place next week, mm-hmm. depending on the results. Wow, Montreal snuck their way up to the top. Yeah, Montreal's way up there. <laughs> Is that not fair? Like, you have the two Canadian teams on the east, and then <laughs> white caps are in there. On... Well, Toronto, on second on to last. On the west. Montreal third. Yeah. Evenly distribute. <laughs> well, I guess that's why there's two New York. There's a crossover. Yeah. It's like Toronto. So Toronto fans yeah, are also. That's fair. It's where the fire stand. Seventh place, not bad. I mean, we were like 15th not that long ago. We've yeah. gone all the way back up to relevance, so I'll take that any day. Yeah. Austin. <laughs> Austin is up there. Oh, Austin's so like good. It. Shout out to my, my friend David Firestorm. Uh, he lives out there, and he's 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 slowly become a MLS fan because yeah, well, now they have the club there. But what is the problem? Why is Dallas and Austin so good, and then Houston? <laughs> Twelve. Dynamo needs to get out there, right? <laughs> They're really bad. Yeah. They need a. Oh well. Revamp. Maybe new coach, at new least, players. At least, at least new players, new coach. <laughs> Something coach. Start with a new coach. I'll do a deep dive like later into why he's starting most. We need to ask Zarek what's the issue. Yeah, he, Herrera, what's the problem? <laughs> Herrera, <laughs> what's the issue here? Uh, Herrera, I know you just got here, but why? <laughs> why do you all. stink? <laughs> That's all we have to. <laughs> we just start with my porque. Okay. <laughs> So, thank you for listening to this uh, fire recap. We're going to transition right after this to talking about the Red Stars. Thank you. Okay, people, we made it to the final segment of episode 103 of Bohan Sporto. We started off with the sky, middle part fire, now end with red stars. 
Yes. We just came home an hour or two ago from the first Red Star matchup since June. Since it was spring going into summer, and now we are in the middle of the summer. This is a matchup that was long anticipated. Of course, we went up against New York, New Jersey, Gotham FC. This one was cool too because there's over 5,000 fans at SeatGeek yep, Stadium announced. for Eco Green Night. The gate is announced. And that was really fun. Yes, so we. When we came in, we were afraid that we'll make it into that. Because um, it was first 3,000. Yeah, speaking of Eco Green, we got an equal friendly made it's a woven bracelet that was made from recycled plastic bottles courtesy of sloan water connects us so it says girls do it better um on the slip right here but yeah we got a uh, red stars inspired um clock bracelet so really uh cool to get that still have to figure out about getting um that Free ticket. Yeah. Free oh yeah. How about that? Um, we didn't get word on that. No. Was, uh, and that one didn't say a limit, but yeah, that one was for a matchup in all the way in October. Maybe it was like so, giving it. Yeah. Maybe for, for car carpoolers. Uh, I don't. Four and three or greater. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know how they're going to even give those out. Yeah, because we didn't exactly. They didn't check us in while we we're Cause going into parks. Did we show up too late? I don't it's know. possible, but but if not, oh well. Yeah. If anything, uh, you know, send that, some feelers. Yeah. <laughs> send that, you know, through email. So. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Are you ready for the lineups? Yeah. Do you want Gotham or do you want Red Stars? I could do. I could do Gotham FC. Okay. So let's begin visiting at goal. For Gotham, Michelle Bedos. Defenders, Ellie Jean, Estelle Johnson, Mandy Freeman, and Taylor Smith. Finally, Caprice Dadesco. Onto the midfield. We have Christy Mewis, Taryn Torres, the Paige Monaghan, Monaghan, Margaret Midge Purse. Um, your is your striker, and she is the franchise of New York, New Jersey. Midfielder, McCall Zerboni. And other, uh, this other subs, or the subs of note, Nicole Baxter, Jen Cujo, Jenna Bike, Sabrina Flores, Hensley Handcuff, 
Nahomi Kawasumi. Good to see her out there in Cameron Tucker. Yeah. All right. Now for the Chicago Red Stars starting 11. In goal, the Olympian, the superstar, one of the greatest goalies ever, Alyssa Nair. Defense, we have Aaron Wright back from injury. She hasn't played in a while. We haven't seen her in a while. Zoe Morse. Zoe Morse. And rising star, becoming one of the most fan favorites on the club. And my sister Aaron, myself, and Dee Rainbow's humble opinion, Tatum Malazzo. She had an excellent game, too, which we'll get to, but she had an excellent game. Mm-hmm. Uh, midfielders, we have Vanessa Bernardo, the captain. My favorite player on the Red Stars, number 24, Danny Colaprico. And I think I missed her, but we also have number 22, one of my favorites in the league, the Canadian from Montreal, the superstar, Bianca St. George's. Glad to see her starting again because she hasn't started in a little bit. But yeah, I almost thought that she wasn't. I didn't even see her out there, but then yeah. like suddenly a second half she <laughs> was seen way more. Yeah. yeah, tentative. I think she was a little tentative and we didn't yeah. see her, but yeah. the second half she was out there in force. Yeah. And striker attackers. I, I like looking at this one better. Because oh. that one's confusing. Alright, looking at the field. Now. We have Sarah Lubert as well. And finally, for its attack forwards, we have Yuki Nagasato, Ava Cook, and Mallory Pugh. That is the lineup for the Red Stars. And this was a good game. Uh, yeah, was it a hot, uh, hot, yeah. hot, humid, rainy? Yeah, drizzly. Got through it. It didn't affect it too much. No, it didn't. It poured, but that was after the game had ended. Yeah, and actually does help. It it does aid in like soccer, so that's a good thing. But no, no, um, no thunder, no nope. lightning. And fun fact. The Red Stars were able to pull this one out to zip. Fun fact about that, the Red Stars have not allowed a goal to Gotham FC in a long time. Since 2014. Yeah, it's a lot of time. (laughs) They uh, were able to beat the third shutout in a row to Gotham. They shut them out to zip. Earlier this year, they shut them out free zip. And then the playoffs last year, which we went to, they shut them out one zip. So they've had three games in a row where they shut them out. Yeah. Gotham struggles against the Red Stars. Yes, that's the story. It goes. Yeah, even with um, recently retired megastar Carly, Carly Lloyd, uh, they would also kind of struggle too. And they had some changes. Like yeah. they had Kalen Sheridan and Nett last year, and they had... Yeah. Um, some other changes, but still they struggle against the Red Stars. Yes, which is good. Yeah, it's good. It's good on us. for us, <laughs> not yeah. for for Gotham fan. Yeah, 
You're like, oh shit, it's the Red Stars. We're gonna get yeah. shut out again. <laughs> but yeah, they they did sub it. I'm surprised that she didn't start Rachel Hill, as well as Ella Stevens to a degree. Uh, but yeah, they eventually made their way in and uh, end of first, and then it's the second. Sarah Griffith and Jill Aguilera came in for them. Kawasumi Kujo came in for uh, Baxter. Also came in for the Gotham FC. And yeah, and more stats because we like stats on this program. Uh, there was some. Good defense played by the Red Stars because, listen, Nair didn't have to make a single save, mm-hmm. which clean, as a fan... Clean sheets. I love clean sheets, but as a fan, sometimes it's kind of boring when the opposing side can't get a single ball on net. Like, yeah. oh, nothing happened. Take a look at that. Because I don't know the possession stats for this one. Wait, we'll see that now. Possession. They're ready to go. Okay. 60. Yeah, it, it was a blowout in possession. The Red Stars dominated 60% to 39. Yeah, this actually did matter for. It did and, match, match up with what's up on the table. So. And to be honest, 60 to 39, it felt a lot more than that. It felt a lot more like the Red Stars yeah. had possession. Yeah. That is accurate as Gotham had zero shots on goal, Zero's let, let, alone, let alone blocked. They did have a couple corners. And some crosses. crosses which but, was strong too. Uh, yeah, they had to foul. They had yellow card issues. Yeah. Frankly, if I was the coach of Gotham, I'd be screaming in the locker room because their performance was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> and there is something that's going on with the team. I know Gotham has been poor this year, but I think they have to make some changes yeah. because they do have some talent of Christy Mewis and uh, Kasumi, Mitch Page, Pierce, Page, Page Monahan. Monahan. Yeah, they have some skill. Because they're going in their franchise. General um, Bike. Next to um, yeah. Carly. Yeah, it's good team with the Red Stars. Good game. Their two goals were very good. They had one at halftime, pretty much, by Tatum Lazo. Danny Founder. Tatum scored 1-0 Red Stars. And then at the end of, like, almost towards the end, Ava Cook scored by Mount Pugh yeah. assist. Both were very subtle. Yeah. Like, we... Didn't notice we, we didn't notice from where, out of left field. Like... Let alone um, who it was, because we we had to either look at you know some stats while we were there, or we we had to hear the announcements later, so <laughs> we didn't know who was who. Because, but yeah, that's some some of the best like goals are the ones that you don't you don't see coming, um, and it makes it exciting. Like they could be the obvious ones. It's like oh you know. Who is quote unquote expected to score, such as um, Mitch Purse, yeah. and, um, Carly Money. Lloyd, Paige, uh, McCall, um, and then for us, uh, yeah, 
Mallory Pugh, <laughs> Primary, <laughs> Yuki. Yeah, that that proves that proves our point, like of how Milasso is a rising star here. Like she has been able to, as a midfielder, be able to create scoring chances and actually succeed in creating goals for for us. So, yeah, which, yeah, uh, un- yeah. there we go. Yeah, as I say, player of the game, Tatum. That was assisted by Danny. Yeah. And fun fact, we also got to meet Tatum after the match, second yeah. game in a row. Yeah, we've, we've met. <laughs> we've, we've met up uh, to Tatum a, a bunch of times. Yeah. Already. But, um, we actually have a picture of her, too, on Instagram, too. Yes, that's correct. She's very so, nice, very fun. Yeah. Great player. Interactive. We have not met Ava Cook. Yeah, so as I, far as I recall. As far as I know, I've not met Ava Cook. Yeah. Let alone uh, who assisted in their <laughs> goal, uh, Mallory Pugh, who's, uh, I believe it surpasses Kaylea for cha- for the percentage of chance, which is a whopping zero thus far. <laughs> Never seen her. Since she joined the organization Pugh, we're asking you to come on. <laughs> come out. Out from the shadows, come come out like the time from the media. We understand that you know media will ask you first. You know how however you perform, but for real, like we we need we need you to come on out. We're gonna this once, <laughs> not just for us, but for everyone else. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> do it for Chicago. <laughs> so uh, overall, playing hard to get performances. <laughs> I would give the Red Stars a A minus. They had some mistakes, but they had a lot of good corners, crosses, defense A plus. Improved. Had some shots on net. The pace play was good by them. Not yeah. devastating yellow cards, red card mistakes. Yeah, I believe they they take um, their. You know, the, you see the keys to the match, whether it's the experts, the announcers in the beginning, or it's you know that, the ones that are. Just- Showed that especially in this matchup because look at the look at the unselfishness um, with the ball like 480 total passes. Not to say that the Gotham weren't unselfish either. No, no. But, um, they definitely had almost 200 <laughs> more uh, Red Stars had, and then passing accuracy 84.2 percent as we showed. Right here, they are very good in that department. I don't want to do it, but to be honest, I gotta give Gotham an F in their performance. Anytime we don't have a single shot on goal or a single shot really that was anything of note, that's an issue. And they were dominated in every single category. They had a lot of yellow card mistakes, and it might have been more. There, frankly, it was go. never an opportunity in the game where I was going to pee my pants or scared that the Red Stars were going to allow a goal. Yeah. I was more worried that the Red Stars weren't going to score than Perhaps. Gotham was going to score. Yeah. I was worried it was going to be a nil-nil draw, not Gotham W. And then Gotham proved me correct. They couldn't score anything. Yeah, that's full-time. Tana Malasso is 
our player of the game. Yep. Rightfully. That's who I'd give it to even if they MWCell.com didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw some, you know, some good, you know, definitely good leadership um, for uh, number our number 10, our designated um, number 10 player. She is one of the franchise players, you say. Now, absolutely um, good leadership, Vanessa DiBernardo. Yeah, I agree. As um, now a veteran with it. She's still young enough to be like art. Right, she's in the prime, which she is. And also, like we said, if we didn't say already, um, good to ha- see starting. Um, also, just playing um, Aaron Wright back on the field again. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this is our first time seeing Christy Milis not in Houston Dash gear. Yeah, and I've never seen her in person. On her new club. Yeah, I recall actually seeing her before. You might have. I have to have. I never have. If, is it, does that mean that you haven't been to a, a, a Dash? You have been to nope. one. Not yet. Are you sure? No. Oh. I've seen... I've not, I know a game something that I've seen. I saw Spirit versus um, Red Stars last June. Uh, Rain versus Red Stars in July last year. Pride or Orlando Pride versus Red Stars in August last year. Thorns versus Red Stars September last year. Gotham versus Red Stars in November. And then this year in June we saw Spirit Red Stars and then we just saw Gotham mm-hmm. Red Stars today. So, as noted, that's not too many uh, opportunities to no. attend, and so yeah, it's of, definitely it's memorable. <laughs> of the teams I've never seen, yeah. of the twelve teams in the league now, I've never seen Courage yet, Louisville, Louisville, Angel City. I have Current Angel City for sure, certain. Um, the Wave for certain. Dash. So there's only a couple wave. that I haven't seen. So of the twelve teams I've not seen. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm not seeing six of them. Yeah, I'm thinking we have seen a, a Louisville you know, or current, like at least one. I haven't. Let's see. You might have. I'm not though. But yeah, speaking of which, here we are. The Red Stars have been able to climb back up towards the top, top billing in the league. Here we are right now, combined. 12th so bottom dweller it's been a shock to see them dip this low so yeah NC Courage 11th Gotham FC 10th Washington Spirit 9th Racing Louisville FC 8th Orlando Pride 7th Angel City FC Six, OL Rain, and here are your top five: Kansas City Current. Fourth, that's us, Chicago Red Stars. Three, they have been consistent. The Houston Dash. Second, very much pushed by uh, the media, which is why we able to. Um, they're they're handpicked to to face us the last time. San Diego Wave FC. Let's. Just, be frank there. 
Uh, and then at the very top, number one, Portland Thorns FC, the most consistent team the last two seasons. They've found success despite, um, for now, um, without their um, one of their franchise players, Lindsey Horan, one of my favorites. And so right now, her playing um, in Europe, it's up to. Uh, they they had quite a quite a good game, a dominant performance um, during the week as well. So they're gonna stay there just so, so long. But as for the points, um, there's basically like three way tie <laughs> right now. It could be anyone's for the taking the dash wave and thorn. Frankly, the Red Stars could rise up. They just need uh, a few more goals. Well, thank you for our discussion on Red Stars versus Gotham. Enjoyable game. Yeah, yeah. We, and we have to say that it's going to be a long time to the next home game, so we're grateful that we were able to attend this one today. Uh, we're going to have to go... The next one will be all the way in September. Yes, September 14th versus a month and current. Then some <laughs> against the current. So we might go to that one, but the one I'm really I mean to try to go to is Dash versus Red Stars, yeah. which is like September 20th or something. Yeah, that's what I want to go to. So yeah, that's that's as far as home. The games at home. Otherwise, it's gonna be from what I really? know is gonna be four straight on the road games so it's gonna be tough not being here we're not gonna be able to see anyone no. <laughs> show up you know uh, our, uh, ourselves won't be able to see them for a good while so yeah it, it was good you know in spite of weather situation um, yeah it was a good it was a good time uh, we were able to you know the four of us were able to show up and see them shine so yeah thanks for listening to the show and we're signing off for now be well and stay safe much love